by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fit Talk tonight. We have a great show lined up for you. And as always, this show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're a drug-free athlete or just looking uh, for the best supplements that represent a drug-free lifestyle, check out P4P Muscle at p4pmuscle.com. And as always, you can use my code MELINDA, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, for 15% off your purchase. Uh, We will also be at the Arnold's if you're going to be there uh, next week. So uh, next week I have another show lined up, and I'm going to post about that, just giving everyone an overview of what we'll be doing at the Arnold's if you've ever been more curious about our supplement line because I haven't really done a show just based on P4P. So if you're interested in tuning into that, you'll get some some more background information on the company. But for today, we have an awesome show lined up about some amazing weight loss transformations. I've actually been following both of these women online for a little bit, and uh, they have both competed in shows after tremendous weight loss stories. So I wanted to bring them on to discuss that with you guys. So we have um, Sunny and Laura here, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves before we dive into the show. So, Laura, why don't you start us off and – Give the listeners an idea about your life and what your weight loss has done for you, and then a little bit of background into what you've competed in. Sure, great. Okay. So my name's Laura. I am 47 years old. I live in Nashua, New Hampshire. I actually I am a member of Best Fitness, uh, which is a big gym here in the Nashua area. I decided to transform, I guess it was July 2013. I had always struggled with my weight. I, My younger years, I was an anorexic and um, really just developed a bad relationship with food and um, always worked out, but I never really lifted weights and I was more of a cardio bunny. Um, so I had gotten to a point where Honestly, I was sick of every Monday waking up and saying this week is going to be different and getting to Thursday and the week was not different. I was still eating way too many carbohydrates. I would classify myself as a sugar addict um, and didn't really didn't know how to lift weights and was just running, running, running to try and lose weight, but never, never doing that successfully. And so woke up one morning, I literally woke up and said, you know what, it's time. Um, I contacted an online coach uh, that was a referral from a friend. And from there, I learned about macro-based nutrition and started to lift weights. And fast forward a few months. I went to a local competition, saw some friends compete, and decided that competing would be a great goal for me to keep me on track. So I set a goal to compete um, 10 months from July 2013. So made my decision in October. The, the competition date was in May. 
And between that time frame, I lost a total of 38 pounds and stepped on the stage um, for a bikini, master's bikini. And I was scared to death. Uh, I'm an introvert at heart, and um, getting out in public is very scary for me. So it actually was both to celebrate my weight loss, but also on a professional level, I'm a vice president at a software company and have to present a lot in public. And so forcing myself to get out there in front of people actually accomplished two goals. I am now very comfortable speaking publicly and um, my confidence level has gone through the roof. So I would say that the transformation happened externally, but equally on the inside. So that's my story. We have so much more in common that I knew. Um, I knew you were from Nashua. Also, for people listening in, I'm from New Hampshire. And um, I'm sure I've probably seen you at best before because I train there sometimes. But um, I, like yourself, am not an extrovert most of the time I've gotten much better, but I was super nervous when I got out on stage the first time because I'm not good in front of crowds of people. So I totally understand you on that level. But before we dive too much into that, um, Sunny, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself because you're totally not from the Nashua area. So um, you're <laughs> Midwest, I believe, right? So um, why don't we share with the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am from a small town in Indiana um, called Brazil. I'm 28 years young. About three and a half years ago, um, I had an ear infection, and I went to the doctor, and I stepped on that scale and weighed in at a whopping 175 pounds, and I'm 5'2", so uh, short, uh, you can imagine. Um I grew up very athletic. I've always excelled in any um, athletics. I was a competitive gymnast for nine years um, at the elite level, um, traveled for competitions all over, uh, graduated high school, and um, just basically let myself go, um, fell into the uh, lazy lifestyle. Um, kind of since I was small, I just, I guess I assumed I would just be that way, and found out that was uh, very uh, uh, untrue. So I work out at our local YMCA. It is not very big at all. Everybody knows everybody. Um, I have a girlfriend there, Autumn. She uh, approached me one day and said that she was prepping to do a show in, uh, oh gosh, it would have been six months out. She asked if I would, uh, if I had ever thought about uh, competing, and I had really no clue what she was even talking about. Um, <laughs> but I'm always up for a challenge and everything, so I told her I would do it with her, and and we could train together and prep together and and whatnot. So, um, contacted a coach, and uh, at this point, I was already down probably thirty pounds. Um, myself, just simply by uh, eating the foods that I know should go in my body and, and exercising, of course. And I had just lifting heavier, and uh, that was basically the, the start of my prep um, for my first show. I had always uh, competed in front of a crowd as far as gymnastics goes, uh, being in front of people, but 
I was so nervous at the night show, um, and I compete in figure. And uh, I walked out there um, and completely forgot to do my poses. I just walked across the stage. I was mortified. Uh, kept a huge smile on my face, though. Rocked mm. it out, I guess. And uh, I competed six months later in my second competition. Did much better. And uh, I would have to say um, the best part about my whole entire transformation would probably be uh, the random messages and text messages I get from people who, uh, you know, just kind of tell me that, they wish they could do what I do. They want to do what I do, and 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 how do they do it? Uh, so just to know that uh, I can help people uh, inspire every day, uh, that's kind of been uh, the best payoff of my my uh, lifestyle change. So it's been fun yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, I feel like the toughest part. Um, is that one moment where you're like, I'm going to do this because, and again, I'm not coming from a, I've pretty much always been relatively the same size all my life. So for me, it was like just a decision to buckle down and compete and get on a diet versus a tremendous weight loss. But just having friends that have, you know, just been trying to lose weight, that decision where you're like, I am going to do this. I'm going to stick to this and I'm not going to go back into my old habits. Like what was that? moment for you you guys kind of touched on that but like that complete deciding moment where you're like I've had enough I'm going to make a change like can you describe that to people listening in that maybe having that same like they want that moment in their life to make that change I was actually uh go ahead Sunny I'm sorry at the doctor's office I just uh seen a scale and I had never seen that high of a number before and I just knew uh, I was absolutely becoming unhealthy, and I went straight to the grocery store and bought everything I thought may be healthy and threw all the old away, and, I mean, the rest is history. It was, at that point, not an option, and I've never looked back. Yeah, for me, um, once I made that decision, I um, – Having, I knew I had to have someone hold me accountable. So having the online coach that I checked in with weekly was really a, a key factor for me. Um, I, while I had 38 pounds to lose, I probably I didn't look like I was overweight. I had learned how to dress in a way that um, disguised the the weight I had put on. So it wasn't like. It wasn't like I ever felt outwardly that I was overweight, so I would always make excuses to myself. Oh, I can, you know, I'm fine. I don't have to lose weight. Um, and so having a coach made a big difference for me. Um, so I would highly recommend people that are looking to make that transition to have someone that they're accountable to. I also um, use visual imagery a lot in my uh, journey on a few levels. One, I had a picture of what I viewed as the ideal physique. I kept it on my phone um, as an inspiration that I would look at. But also my own pictures. Each week when I checked in with my coach, I would I would look at the prior week and I would literally do a side-to-side comparison. And then um, as time went on, I would drop 
I would drop that week's picture and compare to the very first week. So it was like an ongoing evaluation. And it really helped because there are weeks where, you know, you don't lose anything. But to see yourself evolving, it keeps you motivated. Do you guys feel that um, recording what you eat or did eat helped throughout the process? Because for me personally, even if I'm not competing, um, I hold myself accountable by writing down what I eat because, you know, if I eat a bag of chips, well, who the heck is going to write want to write that down? So do you guys yeah. feel like that may have helped you? I am a um, – I'm almost obsessed with my fitness pal. So I I have a streak going right now. I think I'm almost 300 days in a row. Um, I love it. And I, started, I use it. <laughs> I started that from day one. So it, competing, not competing, it's really my lifestyle now. And I plan my food ahead of time. So I usually, the, the now I just do it the night before. I started, I would actually do a week in advance, and I would figure out what I was going to eat to make sure that I would meet my macros every day. Um, you, you know, I travel a lot, um, for my business. So sometimes it's hard, but, um, I try and be as planful as possible. I could, I, I equate it to like driving a car. If, if you don't have a gas gauge and you don't know how much <laughs> gas you have in the tank, you can't really run it. And I think it's the same way with your body. If you don't know what you're putting in and how that is adding up, both calories and macros, you you can't really do your job. Because you can think, I mean, okay, I ate healthy, you know, I had a great breakfast and I had this and then, okay, I had a Snickers bar at lunch and then, but then I ate good for the rest (laughs) of the day and you don't, you're not thinking like that makes it, that's 300 calories right there. I mean, that's a huge difference. And if you're not recording it and then by the end of the week, you're up a pound, you're like, well, why? You know what I mean? It, it it definitely helps me, and that's something that I've been doing since high school, and I well before I started competing. And I'm not sure how the heck I got on that trend, but it has been <laughs> widely helpful with figuring out at least trends. Okay, I'm up a pound. Is it really that big of a deal? Honestly, not that much, but here's why. And then I can figure it out so I can go back. And um, I think most people that compete track their food, but just for people that are looking for some weight loss, Starting off with writing down what you're currently eating is huge because some people just don't realize what they're eating in a day, especially if you're at a desk job and you got a snack drawer. So um, that's something that definitely helps to keep me on track, and I'm glad to hear it has, you know, helped you guys as well. But um, both of you mentioned like running, cardio, but then okay, when I started, you know, wanting to hit a, a weight loss goal, I started to lift weights. And I feel like some women that have not lifted weights before, it makes them nervous. Okay, am I going to look manly or what's going to happen or I can just do cardio and lose weight. So what was your experience with, with lifting, lifting heavy, and how do you think that that's impacted your weight loss more than just getting on the treadmill and doing cardio? Sure. So for me, I um, I was scared. I like you just said, I was worried about that I was going to put on too much muscle. And um, boy, was I was I wrong. Um, you know, it takes a lot to put on to put on serious muscle, a lot of work. Um, but I definitely I think the first the first 
10, 12 months, I was not lifting quite as heavy. I'm not lifting as heavy as I do now. And I was still doing more cardio um, than I do today. And then that was primarily because I was losing a lot of fat. I think once I became lean, then I could start to really focus on the muscle building part of it. And I love it now. I, 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 I love to go in there and lift. And on days when I do do cardio, I, I feel like I'm watching the other kids in the playground as they're, as they're in the <laughs> weight room. Um, I, you know, it, it's still a necessary evil for, for me. I do still do cardio, but not very much. You I would say with that? me, um, when it came to uh, the muscle building stage, uh, when I became familiar with Dana Lynn Bailey, I can remember looking at her arms and I was just like, I want those. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that was it for me. I, uh, you know, researched, did what I had to do to uh, start building the the muscle, and I also, um, I love cardio. So uh, the Stairmaster is my best friend. Love, hate, actually. But the uh, muscle building for me uh, is such a a high for me uh, when I have people compliment my arms or, uh, you know, some ladies will be like, do you want your arms that big? Like, your arms are really big. (laughs) I'm like, girl, uh, I'm just getting started, but absolutely, uh, it's it's my favorite part of, of doing what I do is, is building and, and sculpting, so muscles make me happy for sure. I, I love Dana Lynn Bailey, <laughs> and I, yeah, and she was one of, just like finding that person that motivates you, because like you said at the beginning, or one of you said at the beginning, like, uh, constantly looking up to someone. I actually used to hang people on my fridge um, mm-hmm. when I first started competing because I was like, you know, it's not like I want to look like them specifically, but right. I want to get like that type of physique. And that kept me motivated every time I thought of cheating. It's like, no, this is, you know, this is what I'm yeah. here for. But yeah. I think the more you get into it, like the more I got into it, because I, I was very muscular in college and I was also probably 20 pounds heavier than I am right now, just like really muscular. I was a division one athlete. I ate whatever the hell I wanted. And then mm-hmm. I felt like super insecure in college because I'm like, I'm not one of those skinny little cute girls in their jean shorts at the club on the weekends. Like that's not what I look like. And so I just cardioed myself to death after college to drop some of the muscle and then when I started looking at girls that were competing, and I'm like, no, hold on a second. That's super sexy. Like, that's a great look. What am I talking about? So I think, right. and the more you get into competing and start to look at these other girls that compete, you're like, no, that's a, that, uh, muscles are hot on women. I like it. So, right. um, And like Laura it, said, it, it takes a lot more work than what people think to uh, actually gain the muscle mass. It's not... It's not an overnight thing or even like a six-month thing. It is it is day in and day out for years of, of building your muscles. So it takes a long time, and that's the one thing I don't like because maybe personally I don't want to look as muscular as some women do out there, but I still always applaud the hard work it takes them to get there. 
you know, mm-hmm. regardless if they're taking maybe some extra stuff to get there or they're drug free or whatever they may be doing, it's still a lot of time and dedication in the gym. So I always, I hate when I hear people, oh, she's too manly. It's like, no, that's what she wants to look like. And she puts in really hard work to get there. And it, it does take a hell of a lot of work. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, I think it's awesome when someone's dedicated to to want to do that journey regardless. So, but what um, kind of going on the weight loss theme, were you guys ever tempted or have you ever done it in the past, taken any like popular diet pills? Like that a lot of people feel like there's a quick fix out there. I, I can take, you know, whatever. I don't even know what they are anymore because being drug free, I can't take any of them anyway. But were you ever tempted to like just go to that quick fix area? And if you did, did it work for you or what has been the, the best route that you would suggest to people listening in? I never, I never did anything like that. I, um, you know, my, I just had to gain control of my eating. I, um, and just find something that, that worked for me that was a lifestyle versus a diet. I guess that was the big difference. And I was, like I said, I was a sugar addict. I, I literally had to detox. I had to break that sugar cycle, which took me about, I would say, five or six weeks um, until I I was really not liter- craving um, sugar. And um, once I broke through that, I, I was actually fine um, the food part became very easy, but boy, that, that sugar addiction is hard. To be completely um, honest. Yes, go ahead. Go for it. I had my rounds with, um, stackers actually, when I started losing 10, 15, 20 pounds at the beginning of my weight loss, uh, journey, uh, people told me uh, you can just take stackers and, you know, they'll curb your appetite or whatnot because at this point I was very new to eating healthy and I had no clue what I was doing literally. And so I tried stackers uh, for a good couple months and, I mean, all they really did was, uh, you know, put you in a bad mood and, and make you jittery and, uh you know, I, I felt like I needed them for some silly reason because at that point I just um, wanted to be skinny. I, I didn't want to be, you know, quote, unquote, fat. In my mind, that's kind of where my mind went with that. So, yeah, I, I did try stackers if, if those count. So They know they count. I'll be honest, I did it too. Uh, not when I started competing because it was like that I would compete in – uh, WMBF, which I was just nervous to take anything because you get drug tested and you get lied, you know, you take lie detector tests and I can't lie. So, um, but back <laughs> in the day, like an end of high school, college, like I tried all that stuff and um, some of it I felt worked. I don't know if it actually worked or if it was more of a mental thing or I'm not sure. Right. But I, it's it's not like I wouldn't say that some of the popular weight loss drugs out there don't help, but I would say like I think Laura mentioned it's a lifestyle. So while they may help kickstart that off, or it may help motivate you at the beginning, like all right, I'm going to make this change, I'm going to start taking this, I'm going to do that. In the end, you can eat junk food and take 
those pills and it's not going to do anything for you. So you still have to maintain that healthy lifestyle for it to mm-hmm. even work. So, you know, like she said, it's, it's kind of an all in one. So you don't technically, I mean, I don't believe you need them uh, to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Sometimes it helps people get in that like mode of like, hell yeah, I'm doing this. But in the long run, you have to maintain. So, um, and Laura, I actually have a question for you because I have a, a friend that deals with an eating disorder. And um, you mentioned in the past you had dealt with an eating disorder. When you decided to compete did and you were starting that weight loss journey, did you ever get tempted on falling back into that old lifestyle that you had before at one point in time? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, when I... So I lost the 38 pounds. I started my journey at 160 pounds. Um, When I stepped on the stage, I was 122. I'm five, six and a half. So I, I had gone too far. Um, I had not managed that very well. And so coming out of the competition, um, I, 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 I'm not one of those people I don't – sometimes when people come out of competitions, I know they um, binge and, you know, go crazy with food. I've never – I have never done that. I come out very controlled. But I, I do struggle still sometimes in, in complete honesty. Um, you know, after competing, you can't you can't be in competition form year-round. Um and it's it's hard to come off of that. I stay, I try and stay about five, seven pounds at the most of competition weight, not more than that. I still stay really lean, but it's hard. And it brings back some of those body image issues I had when I was anorexic. When I was, I was anorexic, anorexic from 16 to about, I think, 21, give or take. At my worst period, I was around 98 pounds. So just to give you, you know, perspective, I mean, it's it's hard to come out of it. I think it's something you always have. Um, so when I decided I was going to compete, you know, I'm 47, but my, my mom still worries about me. <laughs> and my mom was, you know, very anxious about it. And, um, you know, she kept an open mind and she trusted that I could handle it. And I And I could. I, it's just something I have to be aware of. Yeah, I um, no, I and I think everyone that you know, I've had other people on the show that have struggled with eating dis- eating disorders in the past, and I always thank you guys for you know wanting to be open because I feel like it's such a prevalent thing nowadays. Whether it be someone that's trying to compete or just body image in general, because there's so much more social media now than when I was growing mm. up. When you were growing yeah. up, so you're being bombarded with these you know, photoshopped images of girls and you want to look like that in it. So I always think it's awesome when people want to share that because it's something that so many people struggle with. And um, it makes me nervous because I've known people that have started competing and then that has led them down a path of an eating disorder because seeing your body so lean and fit and then going back to eating a normal intake of food after you're like, mm. oh my God, but I put on five pounds in it. It's not, I mean, for me, and I don't, I don't believe I've ever struggled with an eating disorder, but I'm definitely very body conscious. And Mm -hmm. I could, if I, if I don't concentrate on it, to be honest, 
I could see it going that way for me. So it's, it's really tough. And um, I thank you for just sharing, sharing anything. So, um, Sony, cause your name looks like that. <laughs> Sunny. Okay. Is, have you ever struggled with anything like that just mentally or have you always just been like, this is healthy mm-hmm. and I'm good. Or have you ever had any thoughts like that? Well, uh, actually, yes. Uh, my last show was April um, in 2015, and I brought such a, a better package than my first show. I couldn't believe my eyes of of how lean I got, and I just, um, to me, I just felt just awesome. And uh, I placed sixth. I was okay with that I you know in my eyes I was top five for sure but but whatever and I left that show and I am just now not quite a year later um starting to recover from some post-show anxiety and um I wouldn't say I've struggled with eating but when it comes to like my body um seeing myself uh on stage that day and I'm only nine and a half pounds up from there, even right now. Um, it still uh, plays with my head so much because I loved the way I looked. Uh, all the compliments you get, just your stage photos. And now, you know, eating normal. Um, I had a really probably good four months of depression after my show um, this past April just because I just felt like a slob eating. I would just stare at photos. Um, and my boyfriend was like, I'm going to delete every show photo you mm-hmm. have from your phone if you do not <laughs> staring at them. And I was like, I can't believe I look like that. And look at me now. He's like, what, you're a whole seven pounds up? Like, you're fine. So I'm just now. That's why I kind of told you that I'm not quite sure if I will be competing again anytime soon. I would love to bounce uh, my own mental purpose because I like to get back in a saddle and, you know, just overcome whatever obstacles I'm facing. But I just think training to be a badass is means more to me and, and being comfortable versus all the uh, emotions that came with post-show, if if that's understandable. It's completely Absolutely. understandable. <laughs> I am with you on that because I made the decision to stop competing after my last show, um, not maybe forever, but for a good amount of time because I have some other things I want to focus on. But I'm, I'm still like I'm doing CrossFit now, powerlifting, and I have to eat more, and that's good. And I have to constantly remind myself, like, my goals are different. Like, I'm eating and training for a different type of goal. And that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to put on a little weight. And I just did a photo shoot recently. And honestly, my photos look almost no different than they did when I was prepping for a show. So it's like it's a mental thing. Like, I, I constantly have to reinforce that, like, in my mind. And it's still not there yet. Totally. Right. Oh, hi. Yes, It'll I get there. <laughs> I hope so for 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 all of us who have competed. It's it's a rough gig sometimes. And I think, you know, it's a great thing and it can mean a lot to a lot of different people, but you always have to keep that in check. Like um 
when I started competing, I, my friend is the one that talked me into it and she lost 60 pounds and she lost 60 pounds. And her goal was to just get on stage and rock it and be super happy with what she did. And I, you know, that was her end goal and she hasn't competed since. So again, everyone's goals of why they're competing is different. You just have to try to make sure that you're doing it in a healthy manner, um, which can be hard to rein in sometimes. But um, do you feel that working um, – well, I didn't actually ask. So, Laura, you worked with a coach. Sunny, did you work with a coach or did you do it on your own? Um, I, I worked with a coach most definitely, yeah. Do you guys feel that it was very important and salient for you guys to be working with a coach throughout the journey or do you feel like you could have done it without a coach? Um, personally, I needed the accountability and I needed someone, it was an online coach, but I got a new workout program every month. I needed to have that initial guidance in terms of a plan. Um, after my competition, I, I stopped using the coach and really just started educating myself. I've, I've actually since then gotten certified in uh, fitness nutrition and personal training. And so now I'm, I'm fine. And I use that for my own. Um, now I'm fine. But I, I think in the beginning it's helpful. It gives you a, it gives you a, a roadmap. Great. How do you feel, Sunny? I absolutely had to have a coach when I started prepping for the first time. Um, I knew that salads were healthy and vegetables were healthy. That's that's what I knew. Um, So I could not have hit the stage at all without um, a prep coach. I didn't have a very good experience with my first coach. Um, My second coach, um, he got me to the stage for my show this past April. We are still very close friends. We talk weekly. And, um, oh, yeah, I could not have done it without him. Um, The accountability, uh, the pet talks, and uh, he was just always there for me. So I, I almost don't know how people do it without one, to be honest. I totally agree with both of you. I don't know what I would have done. And I had, I actually had the same coach throughout my entire, I say entire competing. I only competed for like two and a half years, but um, yeah, I have the same experience. I started with a coach and there's no way I could have done it without one because I probably would have, would not have gone about it the right way. So it's, it's definitely worth it in my mind, especially if you are going for a larger weight loss goal as well, because you want to make sure you're going about it in the right and healthy manner for your own body. So I totally agree with you guys on, on that one. Um, do you, what is your biggest weakness when it comes to food? For me, I could probably live off stuffed crust pizza for the rest <laughs> of my life if I didn't have to eat anything else. So do you guys have any like huge weaknesses that you see and you're just like, screw it, I'm going to cheat on my diet, this is what I want? um i can't eat sugar ever um i just can't control myself and food i love pizza definitely um but i think my challenge is anything that comes in a bag (laughs) where Mm -hmm. it's hard to determine a serving 
no, that doesn't work very well for me. So um, I try and stay away from anything like that. Oreos right here. Oh. <laughs> um, I freak out when a new Oreo flavor uh, it gets released. Um, I have to look for it, track it down, eat three, and then let my boyfriend just kill the entire package of Oreos because they can't be in the house. But I love me some Oreos. They are just the best thing ever. I just bought Oreos tonight. Not for myself, for my stepson. I'm not a, I like Oreos. They're not my one weakness. Again, stuffed crust pizza, fried chicken. That's another one. It's tough. <laughs> to be honest, my weakness, too, is, is um, nut butters. <laughs> like, they're, oh, yeah. they're good for you, but there's, you know. Too much of a good thing. I could bang. eat the whole jar. It is. That's tough because especially in prep, like my last prep, I actually cut out peanut butter altogether or Mm -hmm. almond butter or anything because I really can't stick to a tablespoon. Like my tablespoon is probably five tablespoons. It's not a real (laughs) – I talk myself into the lead. I'm like, this is really one tablespoon. It's clearly like almost a bowl. But, you know, I can talk myself into that. (laughs) And then I have so many good flavors nowadays. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. But in the off-season, it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, I know. It's so, <laughs> so tough. Um, so uh, Laura touched on this earlier with just um, being able to get in front of a crowd. But do you guys both feel that your self-confidence, whether it be through the weight loss or just getting yourself out in front of a group of people and rocking the stage, like, do you feel that that's contributed to self-confidence within your life? I know Laura touched on that a little bit, but you can certainly dive into it a little bit more. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, so the first show I did, I um, I actually signed up for model and bikini, and I think I ended up going out on the stage five times. So, and the first time I went out, the judges weren't there. It was a mistake. So I had to go out again. So it was perfect because it gave me a lot of opportunity to get out on the stage. And so, yeah, every time I've gone out, I definitely feel more confident. And, you know, it's helped with work because my philosophy is, you know, if I can wear a bikini that fits in a small baggie um, in front of, you know, 1,200, 1,500 people, whatever, I can certainly talk about a topic at work in professional attire to 300 people, talk about something I do in and and out every day. And so that's been really great. And I think, you know, personally, it gave me much more confidence because I, I literally transformed even my style. I chopped off all my hair. I went platinum. I changed my my clothing style, I wear, you know, much more, uh, I, not revealing, but, you know, uh, more fitted clothes now. Um, and I love to wear heels. You know, when you wear five-inch heels on stage, you can become a pro in wearing heels. So I wear high heels all the time now. I never did that before. Even that can be a confidence builder. Um, so, yes, I think it's definitely made a big difference. With me being a competitive gymnast, like I said, I was always um, basically out there half naked, I guess you would say, growing up, my little gymnastics leotard. But I could not believe it when I was uh, 
looking to have my first figure suit made. I was like, <laughs> there is two inches of fabric in this bottom. Like, how is that even going to cover anything? There's no way I'm going to look good in that. Oh, my gosh. So, um, and then in the back of my mind, you know, I had lost 45, 50 pounds, basically. Um, in my mind, even though I know um, I know I looked good in the suit, you know, sometimes I have, you know, those thoughts of when I was heavier and I'm like, there's no way I'm going out there in, in this. So, um, but how getting out there has uh, helped me in like my daily life. Um, I've always been very outgoing, uh, happy-go-lucky type of person, but just uh, with my fitness and competing um, has helped my self-esteem. I start conversations with people um, just randomly, um, introduce myself when I'm places, and it's just little things like that that I can tell, you know, five years you wouldn't catch me doing that at all, just, um, you know, new people in the gym, just going over, shaking their hand. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely helped me uh, develop as a person, as an adult, um, definitely helped me uh, bust out of my shell. So, yeah, I um, I think I was, I wouldn't call myself introverted, but I always, you know, in school, I never liked public speaking, anything in front of a large crowd. And I think I remember my first time walking out on stage and I was super happy because the lights were so bright, I couldn't see the audience at all. I could just see the judges <laughs> yeah. panel. And I was like, oh, there's like six people watching me. This is totally fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I still get the, like, pre-jitters before you get out on stage because you're just nervous in general. But it's gotten so much better the more I've done it. And now I kind of am to the point where I'm like, oh, I like this. And, um, yeah, it, it mm-hmm. you know, you get more used to it as the time goes on. And I still don't really like the walk, like the individual walks because I hate being out there by myself. But I've mm-hmm. learned to like it more, and it has definitely helped with just, like, overall confidence building and just feeling more confident presenting yourself, I think. And um, I would imagine it being so, especially after, like, a weight loss getting out there and, like, just rocking a bikini and being like, hell, yeah, I look awesome. So, <laughs> um, You guys have really – I love it when I'm having a conversation with people and you guys, like, touch on all my points that I want to talk about with that – without me having to actually ask all the questions, which is awesome. But um, have we not touched on something that you think you want to talk to the audience about, whether it be weight loss, competing, eating disorders, anything, something that sticks out in your mind at all? Not for me. I mean, I really do think we've, yeah, I think we've covered a lot. Um, I think my my recommendations would be to have an accountability partner, um, someone that you're checking in with on a regular basis, and and both visually if they're if they're not you know in your in your life in your house, but um, that you're emailing, but visually can share, and also to just check in on your food, your how you're feeling, what your challenges were. I would say if you you will hit a plateau, um, that's to be expected, and to just keep pushing 
and not not let that plateau stop you. In fact, there was a time where I, I hit a plateau. It had been about four weeks, I think, and I just had to step away from the scale. I put the scale away, and five weeks later I stepped on, and I had lost four pounds. And it was, you know, I, I think sometimes it's part mental, you know, you just have to you just have to keep doing it and trust the fact they always say trust the process but to trust the fact that the work you're putting in and the dedication will will pay off um i think those are my two biggest takeaways do you um do how do i want to word this correctly uh, i don't know what your personal lives are like but if you did have someone in your life um, were they supportive of you competing? And if so, or if they weren't, how did that affect your, your process? I did. Sure. Um, um, you go, Sunny. Okay. I do have a boyfriend, and um, he has been there for me through both preps. And uh, it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse all at the same time because, uh, you know, they they want to go out to eat, and, and you clearly can't do that. Sometimes those mood swings happen, and they're not even doing anything wrong. But over here, um, diet's more restricted. I, um, you know, want junk food at this moment or whatnot. So I feel like he did really well uh, uh, supporting me and, and taking the mood swings and uh helping me get to this stage and very supportive the day of um helping me get ready backstage pep talks um you know when I didn't face as well as I thought I would he was right there off stage with me so him and I work out every single week together he's just into fitness as I am he does not compete but I think it's definitely important to have a significant other that does have a general interest in being healthy and has a liking to the gym because I'm not really sure if I could uh, be with someone who didn't have that uh, like interest. That would that would definitely be hard uh, to do. So he w- he was a good he was a good fella for me. I uh, I'm I'm lucky too. I have a very supportive husband. I've been married um, 22 years. And he's amazing. He does not, he's not a lifter. He works out. Uh, he's, he's an enduro motocross racer. Um, so he, he's very athletic himself, but, um, he's very supportive. He's, I guess you could call him kind of my personal chef. He cooks everything. Mm-hmm. He prepares my, um, my lunches for me. Um, so yeah, I'm lucky in that sense. I have a 20 year old son He's been supportive. Um, everyone's come to my shows. I have a workout partner, actually two workout partners. So I work out. I haven't seen you at the gym. I wor- I'm there at quarter of five in the morning. Um, oh, no way. So <laughs> I work no way. really early. Um, and it's great to also have um, – I always used to work out alone, but I have a great support system with my workout partner, she goes with me through the process when I'm ready to compete. She does what I'm doing. She's competed herself. It's not for her. Um, so she only did it twice, I think, but it's been a few years. But, um, yeah, 
I don't know what I would do if I had an environment where I didn't have supportive people. I always say my nickname, most of my friends call me Lola, and I say it takes a village to raise Lola because it really does mm-hmm. and work, too. Um, you know, I work for a software company in Lexington, Mass. We do a lot of stuff in the Boston area. We do a lot of events that I have to attend, and they are always – they will prepare my food for me special. Um, so I, I feel very, very fortunate that I have that type of support. It's so funny because I work in Lexington too. I feel like we're oh, almost the same person here. I do. Um, <laughs> but that's so funny. And you definitely don't catch me at the gym that early in the morning. I'll tell you that. I only go <laughs> no, in in the morning when that. I work. <laughs> Absolutely forced to work out like I'll do it if I have to because getting in my workout is more important you know I'll get my ass up in the morning but I would (laughs) rather work out after work but um no it's huge I mean my husband and you know was my boyfriend at the time when I started competing I he doesn't compete himself and I actually think that's probably a good thing um but we met running together and we met like literally my first getting back into lifting before I even made the decision to compete was going to the gym with him and doing his back and chest routine. So it's like, it was huge to have him constantly supporting and, and being there without him actually competing. I mean, I, he would never compete. He's like, you're crazy, but he was there through everything. He, you know, he'd come to my posing classes and, you know, tell me what looked good and help out. And, you know, he was at all my competitions cheering me on and, you know, it's so much easier when you have someone that supports you, even if they don't compete themselves, because having someone that doesn't agree with it or is very jealous. I've had a lot of friends that have had jealous. Um, I, oh, I'll yeah. say boyfriends. Yeah. I'll say boyfriends because yep. I don't know any of the other situation. I'm sure it works both ways. But they're like backstage and their boyfriends are texting them, giving them crap. There's guys backstage in mini bathing suits and you're cheating on me. And it's just like, I don't know how you deal with that. you got to get on stage. You know, you have so yeah. much on your mind and um, and more props to them for being able to do it all. But it it's a huge difference when you have a good support system behind you. So it's awesome to hear that both of you had that experience because for me, it made all the difference. And it was, you know, even when I wanted to quit, just having that person being like, no, this is going good. Keep going. You know, that was awesome. Absolutely. Um, yes. Now, we kind of touched on the competing. Do you guys see yourselves competing this year or next year, or do you think you're going to take, you know, that break off and and maybe focus on other goals? So for me, um, I I think I'm going to take some time off. So I originally was planning to do the Northeast, Northeast Classic in June, um, and I decided not to, um, I might do one in the fall right now for me, you know, I'm 47. I've done three shows I have placed, um, and I'm not trying to become pro and it's, you know, Sunny said my last show, um, was OCB and they clearly did not like my look and I looked the best that I had looked out of all three shows I did not place at all. I didn't do well. And it was it was hard to walk away from that. And it's so subjective. Um, and I, I think if I, I need to find a sport for me that is not as subjective because I do give 150% and I'm in it to win. 
And the fact that I don't have control over that because it's subjective is, is frustrating. So I'm, I'm looking into other things, possibly doing, um, I've done, what are they called? Like, um, you do them, the Spartan stuff, not, not, oh, yeah, not as advanced races. as yep. you. Yeah. Not as advanced as you, but those types, obstacles, obstacle training, obstacle um, some type of yeah. stuff like that. I'm a big runner. I can, I can run forever. I love running. So to combine running and strength, I think would be exciting. So for now, it's on it's on hold, and I'll just play it by ear. Yeah. What about you, Sunny? For me, as I said, I'm just now um, really feeling um, great about myself again um, from a show back in April, and um, if I were to compete, it would be late fall because. I feel like I need to compete at least one more time uh, just to, um, I don't know, it's mainly just a personal thing. Um, I don't really give up, and um, this last show kind of just uh, roughed me up a little bit. So um, I feel like I would want to uh, get back up there uh, just for myself. Um, And I'm also um, not – pro card I'm not um you know I'm not looking to become the next pro or anything um not that that wouldn't be awesome but uh you know financially shows are are very expensive so um that's definitely uh I like to get up there for fun so um it's like a $1,500 fun weekend day. Oh, yeah. So, um, on top of all the extra food you are buying. But as of right now, um, I have uh, I've kind of branched out with my training. I've actually started powerlifting a little bit, and, and I mean a little bit, like actually bench pressing uh, for uh, max and, and squatting and different things like that. Uh, so that's been really fun. I've never done CrossFit before ever and I live in a really small town so I'm super limited but about 40 minutes away we've had um, a CrossFit gym open and so I am really tempted to uh, dabble in that a little bit because that sounds really awesome to me yeah I just I kind of want to take this year and yes I kind of just want to take this year and just continue to just grow my own fitness journey, you know, I don't want it to just like, I'm not just a bodybuilder. No, I'm an athlete. I can run, I can do cardio, but I can still lift super heavy. And, you know, so I'm kind of just looking for that well-rounded training uh, experience. So I love it. I I love it because there's and it's totally cool. However, people want to define themselves. If you want to just be that hardcore bodybuilder, your goal is to get your pro card, that's what you love, then that's awesome. But I also love hearing people that want to branch out and do different things that they enjoy rather than just stick to one thing because that's totally what I identify with because I can't, I just do everything. It's like I see something, right. okay, I'll compete in that. Sure, no problem. You can talk me into it because <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It doesn't mean I'm going to be good at it. I mean, I may do it and I may suck and never do it again, or I may do it and love it and want to work harder towards a new goal, but, you know, you don't know unless you try it. So sometimes you need to branch out and give it a shot. And, Sunny, I 
totally think if you want to drive out there and give CrossFit a try, given that you like the powerlifting and you like cardio and you like doing these different things, I think you would love it. Um, I started a year ago. I'm definitely going to have to. Give it a try. I mean, again, I live 10 minutes down the road and we have a lot of CrossFit gyms up here, but I, you know, I fully drank that Kool-Aid. Like I got so (laughs) so quickly and to the point where bodybuilding became tough for me because I was eating to train versus eating to, I was having some tough times. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, took in taking a break from competing. And I, I don't think I'm going to be a regional level CrossFit athlete. That's not going to happen, but I can, you know, push towards goals to become better at something. So absolutely. And Spartan races are awesome. And I'm totally hooked on those too. And mm. I am doing. There's just not enough hours my, in the day. No, there's not. You really, do. if I could just quit work and just train all day, that would be great. Exactly. But unfortunately, <laughs> you know, we need money. So, um, but yeah, and maybe I will see you. Are you doing any of the Spartan races um, this year down in Mass? Um, I haven't signed up for anything yet. I got to get my. Let's oh, go and do it. sign up. Do it. At least do sprint. I'm going to be there with a huge group of people that we kind of rope in and competing each year. So you should do it. And then okay. I can meet you in person, and that would be very cool. Um, but you got to at least cool. do sprint. The sprint's awesome. It's a five-mile one. So those are those will be fun. Oh, and yeah. if you can run, have you done them before? You've never done them before? I've done obstacle courses. Um, yeah, I have. I did the Rebel okay. Race before. Oh, um, yeah. Smaller ones, like yeah. 5K. Yeah, well, uh, Spartan sprints between three and five miles, so you'll totally be fine. Um, Perfect. So definitely sign up for that, and then I'll see you there, and then we can do another show on how that went. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so we're we're coming to a close. I want to thank you guys both for being on tonight. I had a blast talking with both of you. Um, and before we totally end the show, Sunny, is it true that I may I have – do you have any reality-type shows that you may be trying out for in the future? I know we've run into each other with that stuff in the past. Is there anything we may see you on this year? Well, I have not heard back from the new Ultimate Beastmaster show with Sylvester Stallone. I got through the Skype interview, and I haven't heard anything back. And I was I am, almost yeah. – what about you? Yeah, so I'm in the same boat. I, and I can talk about it right now because I haven't heard back. So I did the Skype interview for Ultimate Beastmaster, but I haven't heard back either. So this would be super. It's this been would like be awesome. Two weeks, right? It has, yeah. But the other show, for anyone listening in, I am going to be on another reality show that's going to be airing probably in a month and a half that I filmed last year. But, um, Maybe. I mean, we'll keep in touch about this. But you people listening oh. in, you may see us both on a show later this year. So who knows? Awesome. But, um, Great. Wouldn't it be awesome? That would be pretty, it would be pretty cool to actually meet you in person, like, out in California, because that would be pretty sweet. Oh, right. But, I know. Uh, but we will keep you updated, anyone listening in. I'm going to go ahead and um, just post links to both of their pages. If you have any further questions, I'm sure both of them would be happy to to help motivate anyone in any way that they can. But I, again, I want to thank you both for taking the time out of your day to talk with me and enlighten everyone else. And, you know, you're thank both you. very motivated people and good luck in 2016. Oh, thank right, you. Great. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye.